ops, and a little bit of paranoia. Welcome to the Iron Sysadmin Podcast. Oh, sorry. You, you done there, Mark? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Welcome back, folks. Part B of episode 122. If you did not listen to part A of episode 122, you should go do so. We talk all, all about ROM hacking and and retro games and a few other things. And uh, with this guy here, Mr. Retina. Yeah. There, over here. Pointing. Yay! Yay! Point and laugh at the man. Yay! <laughs> All right, so this is the part of the show where we do our usual announcements and things, and that always starts with how grateful we are of all of our patrons. So, we're going to list all of you off and thank you each and every one, although I'm not going to say thank you every one. I'm just going to list you, and then, you know, thank you. You can just, there's there's an implied thank you at the end of each line, okay? So, uh, or maybe the beginning of each line? I'm just going to read it. Mm -hmm. So, we got Zed Thor, name pending 197. Thank you. Thank you. Jeremiah. Jeremy. Thank you. Jeremiah. Aranami. Andrew. Tatro. Thank you. Now we're we're on top of each other. Uh, Bruce. I was thanking them, but I'll stop. Yep. Robert. Matt. David. Solemn. Trooper-ish. Linux Sys666. Mark with a K. The Mentor. Or Dementor, if you want to find him on various platforms uh mark with a c julius andy j charles and 22532 thank you to each and every one of you are appreciated thank you and if you want to support the show all the heart you can not only do that with via patreon you could go to teespring and you could buy yourself a shirt so you can go do that too you know because everybody and that way you won't the top the top half of you won't be naked and you can buy the shirt in every color, as long as it's black. At least I think Regular it's Regular Henry Ford there, huh? Yeah, right? Any color you want, as long as it's black. <laughs> All right. Um, we didn't get any, any new reviews. That makes us sad. Or happy. If, if you're going to leave a bad review, then obviously it's good that you didn't leave it. Because, uh, you know, we Thank don't like... Thank you for not leaving a bad review. We don't love bad reviews, but we don't mind bad reviews because, you know, we like the feedback. We like to know what we're doing good, what we're doing bad. If you like Mark singing or not, don't don't beat up on poor Mark. <laughs> Only I get to that. <laughs> I hope that guy's doing well. So hope do he, I. Uh, hope he... He's found. Hope he's joy. not lying in a gutter with a bottle. Hope he's found joy in life. Maybe he's moved on to some other podcast to criticize over their co-host. Maybe we don't know. Probably we will never know. I don't even remember what his name was. Some guy. Some guy didn't like I'd have us. Have to look him up again, and I'm not doing that. No, yeah. he didn't like me. Let's be honest. He didn't like me. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> he thought I brought no value to the program, and in fact, he thought I dragged it down. Ugh. I disagree. Ugh. I disagree. Well, Otherwise, you. you wouldn't be here anymore if you if, if I thought well, you were right. negative. You know, whatever. All right. Yeah, so um, I appreciate that. Yeah, record time. We're through all the announcements. What do you got going on, Mark? You got stuff to chat about today? Yeah, so um, I got my Steam Deck. It showed up. Uh, let's see. It'll be two weeks on Monday. You, the, the, you talk about the Steam Deck, I guess, like, you know, a newborn. He'll, it'll, you know, he'll be one month old, you know, next Tuesday. But, yeah, so the Steam Deck showed up. Um, I'm one of those guys who, when the Steam Deck was first being talked about, I was a little skeptical. I think, Josh, you and I talked about this a little bit even, right? Like, eh, you know, handhelds have never been really my my jam, not nearly as much as 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 they've yeah, been like Josh's. But he, he spent the past week playing this three dollar zombie game or vampire game or Vampire Survivors, right. So the um the Steam Deck for those of you Yeah. The Steam Deck is a Linux machine. So the Steam Deck is actually the culmination of something that's been a little bit of a passion of mine off and on for years, and that is the ability to tell Windows to get bent. Yes, like, I I want to be able to I want to be able to game on Linux. It's okay, Windows, and so I still like you. 
Yeah. Well, Windows for me right now is a virtual is for virtual reality gaming. Uh, and Microsoft, by the way, they fixed what they broke with Flight Simulator 2022. They had broken some of the stuff in VR. And I did a test flight yesterday and it's working again. So I'm very happy about that. Yay. But Yeah. But Yay. so so the <laughs> the Steam Deck runs such such titles that I'm addicted to, such as Elden Ring. It runs it great. Yay. Uh, Death, Death Stranding, which is a beautiful game. Some people have just called it a cinematic walking simulator, but there's actually a game in there. Looks great. Runs great. Cyberpunk 2077. Nice. Looks great. Runs great. I started a new character on it and played a little bit, and it's definitely something I'm going to pr continue to pursue. Does uh, runs pro So probably runs Cyberpunk better than my gaming rig. Does and your, that's the thing. It's does, like your, a, does your character's genitalia stay within your clothing now? Unlike uh, PC. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It <laughs> didn't check. I, okay. <laughs> I, am, I am playing with genitalia. Uh, but I haven't I just, been in a situation where it's just, where it's where it's. I just remember that, that as one of the craziest bugs that I heard about from the Cyberpunk yeah, 2077 I, I didn't see that particular bug. Neither did I, I but I heard about it. <laughs> and I played a pretty well-endowed male character on my first playthrough, so I think I would have if I was going to say it. Yeah, well, you know. Yes, for those of you who don't realize it, there was a slider. And, of course, I threw yeah. it all the way to the right, because why wouldn't you? Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, here I am on a, talking about this with my son on the podcast. That's, that's real classy. Real fucking it just, classy. It just, to, to me, it's like, if you're going to make a game that not only your character has configurable genitalia, um, you're going to, you would, you would probably want to make sure that the clothing in the game, like actually covered said model. Uh, it just seems very strange that that was a bug to me. It's like, mm. that's insane. I, I, I guess they, I guess they never tested it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Andy. I appreciate your uh, vote of confidence. Without <laughs> me, there'd be no show tones. So the big technological achievement I did yesterday was I installed Chiaka on it. And Chiaka is an open source PS remote play client that runs on Linux, Windows, Mac OS, whatever. And with a little bit of t turning a couple of dials and stuff, it's it's playing my ps5 stuff remotely on the steam deck and it's beautiful the graphics are amazing and i think i even i was having some audio crackling at first and i think i've solved 99 percent of the audio crackling issues and so that that is just like a huge win because sometimes, like, if I, when I want to play the PS5, somebody is maybe using the big TV, or I want to play it somewhere else in the house, and then obviously the game is on the deck itself. I've got it docked right now, but the um, it it really is like you're playing AAA games anywhere. And yeah, like Josh pointed out, one of the little games I've gotten slightly addicted to is a little $3 slightly. gem called vampire survivors it's a one stick shooter your weapons all fire automatically and you just move around using the left stick and yeah. it's really really fun and you just keep unlocking stuff there's no there's no microtransactions at all it's you you unlock based on earning coin in game and and perform and getting achievements and it's just it it's you're causing the bullet hell just slaughtering thousands of enemies each run um so if you got three bucks and who doesn't, it, it's less than a cup of Starbucks, like I fancy I, coffee. I feel like I don't at this Buy point. Buy Vampire. We'll, Vamp we'll talk about that in chat. <laughs> yeah, okay. Oops, I hit the mic. Um, hit the mic with my beer. The, so the, the, the problem with so podcasting. I you played hardly, 17 hardly, hours, Father. Yeah, don't judge me. <laughs> um, I, I heartily endorse the Steam Deck. I had some... I had some initial hiccups when I first got it because I was downloading so much stuff that the inner, it, it, a lot of Steam, people don't realize this, but basically the Steam app is essentially a web service. So when you're choking, when you're chewing up all the bandwidth with downloads, 
the UI is sometimes unresponsive, but but now that I've got pretty much everything I want to play installed on it, that's really not an issue any longer. And, when, and the thing's run on Arch. It's run on Arch Linux. You can switch to desktop mode and like have a full Linux Linux desktop experience, command line, and everything. That's cool. And it's powerful. It's you know it's it's four four uh, four real cores. So with hyper threading, it's eight. Got sixteen gig of RAM. The the video performance is fantastic. I so actually fun. honestly can't. I can't believe how well it runs stuff. I so, really can't. Have you tried Valheim on it yet? Yeah, and it works. I cool. t- using the controller scheme for me is a little weird because with Valheim I'm so used to to, ma- yep. to mouse and keyboard. But Valheim runs. I could run our. I could do Tamland on Valheim. It, Walt might be grumpy if I get killed because I'm not good with the controller. But you know that's just a risk you take. And I can say Walt because he doesn't listen to this. Yeah, I was going to say when, as is, I know. when is he not grumpy? Yeah, well. <laughs> So, in other nerd news, I on my PS5 Elden Ring save, I killed the Elden Beast the other day with help from a from a nice uh, co-op player, a lady with two giant friggin' hammers. We showed the Elden Beast what was what. I was making progress, but I I ended up summoning co-op co-op help. You got hold, Kevin. Most of them were terrible, but I she did carry me a little bit. I am I am not. I am not ashamed to admit that, but it was a great fight. And so now I I could go into New Game Plus on that save if I wanted to, but I'm keeping, I, I'm going to just finish a lot of stuff I hadn't finished, and I'm helping, you know, our coworker Mark, who's also playing on the PS5, get through some stuff. Yeah, it's, And it's, you and uh, I should really play on Windows, man. Yeah, it's... On, it's, the, uh, on, on I, the PC. I've played a bit of Elden Ring, not much. And then, um, yeah. I mean, for reasons that I'll go into when I'm chatting, um, I haven't really played a lot of games other than Valheim while we were playing together the other night. That's okay. Um, so, yeah, it's like... It's the, the usual problem with me. I buy a new game, and then I play an old game that, I, that it reminded me of, right? I've done that. <laughs> so I'll, I'll probably get the Elden Ring charged. when the next awesome game comes out, so... I've done that, man. Uh, and then this is something I've never done. So my daughter's getting married in November and there's a little bit of contention over the daddy daughter dance song. My wife really wants us to do daddy's little girl, which whatever, it's fine. It's bleh. not my favorite, but there's the song from Beauty and the Beast that my daughter and I both like no matter what. And I thought I've got this world of very clever artistic people. Yeah. And I've seen other I've seen other people like go out and commission things like on Fiverr to do like really cool stuff. So I I I I actually opened a commission on Fiverr. Gonna cost me fifteen bucks. This dude in Morocco is gonna mash the two songs together. And if it's terrible, it's terrible, but if it could be awesome. That could so be I'm cool, and then you have a unique song, out. not just any old song. A unique song that it, that hopefully satisfies uh, my wife and uh, and 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 me and Maggie. I mean, it's our song, right? If push comes to shove, yeah, I'm that's exactly what I, I was going to say. I mean, you you have to live with your wife, right? But for for me, the answer is yeah, simple. But this... You you use the song that has the most meaning between you and your daughter. That's the whole point. <laughs> right and i would i and and that's what i will do but i like the idea of trying to do a mashup of the two because i don't i don't hate daddy's little girl but it's such a cliche at weddings but it's also it is kind of meaningful but i really like the other song more but if i can mash the two together with the help of this dude from morocco like that's that's amazing that yeah. that validates inventing the internet that should be cool so yeah, that, that... that's only gonna cost me 15 bucks he said he'd do it for ten. I'm like, well, let's make it fifteen. I negotiated weird because I'm, negotiate I'm like that. And he got <laughs> he got excited. Well, his package to do this is like fifteen. So I don't know why he was quoting me ten. I'm like, no, I'll give you fifteen. So he was maybe like, he oh, thinks, yay. Maybe he thinks it'll be easier. Maybe that's his shtick, right? He's like, I'm going to cost fifteen, but because I'm a nice guy, we're going to charge you ten. <laughs> I don't care. To me, to me, like fifteen dollars. If is, he pulls yeah. this off. If he pulls this off, it would be worth far more than that. Yeah. So whatever. We'll see yeah. what happens. That's cool. But that's what's going on with me. Cool. Cool. So uh, I don't have so, nearly nearly as joyous a story to tell. <laughs> it's 
it's been a rough couple of weeks. <sighs> my God. So um, I think oh, I mentioned this before. In fact, the reason we missed our last show is because my wife was scheduled for foot surgery, right? Uh, the Friday that would have been the day. Kicking too many people in the ass. Yeah, that, that would have been the day after the show. Well, um, long story short, insurance is frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way of putting it. So, like, her surgery was supposed to be Tuesday of that week. And we got a call that said, oh, by the way, the insurance is not going to cover this one piece of the 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 uh, the procedure. So um, what do you want to do about that? And so we did some legwork to figure out, like, well, what's it going to cost if we pay for that piece out of pocket? Turns out it's not a terrible amount of money. It's more than I would have wanted to spend. But and, and this just highlights the flaws in our medical system in the U.S., but. They said, oh, it's going to be $12,000. And we said, well, we can't do that. We, I'm sorry. We got to find another way. And I said, oh, no, hold on, hold on. You're paying out of pocket. Can't you just chop it off? You're you're paying out of pocket. So if you're paying out of pocket, there's a 80% discount. Now, in my head, the pessimist that I am when I'm dealing with billing thought that meant we pay 80%. No, it's 80% off. If you're self-paying, it's only two grand. <clears throat> Just under two grand. Hmm. So, you know, 80% of or 80% off of almost 12 grand turned out to be like, I don't know, 1800 or something. I'm like, well, that's not great, but we can make that happen. Right. Like I can't pay it the day of the surgery, but, you know, we'll work out payments. I can pay two grand. That's not a big that's not a big deal. Right. So we're like, all right, cool. So they rescheduled it for that Friday. Right. And we show up Friday. They prep her for surgery. She's about to be wheeled back for surgery. The doctor comes in. We can't do surgery today. Why can't we do surgery today? Well, they sent... There's this fill that's going in a bone in her foot. They sent it back. So we can't do the surgery. It's not here. I'm like, you gotta be freaking kidding me. So, like, we didn't have the show <laughs> Thursday because Friday she was supposed to have surgery and I wanted to make sure that I got to bed on time and all that stuff, right? And then we didn't even have the surgery, mm -hmm. right? So then the following Tuesday, we finally have the surgery. Well, over that weekend, I, so uh, like a total, a total tangent here. Um, a couple weeks ago, in fact, about a month ago, I bought a trailer to tow the Jeep around with. Remember like a year ago, I bought a Cadillac so I could tow the Jeep. Well, I finally bought the trailer to tow the Jeep because we have an event this weekend where I wanted to tow the Jeep out, right? Well, mm -hmm. I, I, a friend of mine had straps you have to like strap the jeep down on the trailer right he had straps that he wasn't using he's like i'll sell them to you cheap so i drove out in my jeep because it was a nice day to go get the straps from him and on the way back the jeep won't run anymore i have to have it towed home so that's like step one right so i get home after calling triple a uh, i get home i get the jeep in the garage i'll deal with this later uh that week we have jess's surgery um the week, so I figure out what's wrong with my Jeep. It's running again. And the following weekend, I have an event, not an event, but a reason I wanted to go up to the off-road park with some friends. So I put the Jeep on the trailer. I hook the trailer up to the Cadillac. And I think, great, maiden voyage. voyage. We're going to tow the Jeep up to the off-road park. We're going to have a fun day. We're going to tow the Jeep home. Cool. This is the whole reason I bought this thing. The freaking Cadillac breaks down. <laughs> I end up and on the see, way on the way home from the off-road park. I end up having to call AAA to tow the Cadillac home. Now I don't know if you know much about AAA. They won't deal with your trailer, so I had to take the Jeep off the trailer, take the hitch off of the Cadillac. Trailer, so. I had to take the hitch off the Cadillac and put it on the Jeep. Luckily, it has a, a receiver on it, and tow the trailer that was towing the Jeep home with the Jeep. <laughs> I like, actually followed all of that. And when I hear you, you have a Cadillac, what I imagine is this baby blue Cadillac. No, like, no, it's a Cadillac Escalade. It's, you're wearing it's basically the wide, hat, the wide brimmed hat. No, it's basically a Suburban. It's a, it's, it's a, it's the okay. Cadillac version of the Suburban, which is the Escalade, right? It's got a bigger motor than okay. the, than the Escalade car or than the, than the, the, whatever. So anyway, it towed beautiful until it broke down. <laughs> mm, no doubt. So now I have. One vehicle. It's like customers. It worked until it didn't. I have one vehicle broken, right? And then the Jeep 
I, I did some things to fix it. It ran okay. It, uh, it Obviously, it towed its own trailer home without without exploding, but it still isn't quite right. Then, like, like the next day, my wife also has a Jeep. Hers is not nearly as modified as mine. The next day. The next day, I'm out, because now all of our vehicles are broken, so I'm driving her Jeep to, to go, like, grocery shopping or something. And doesn't mm-hmm. hers throw uh, an ABS sensor problem, right? So I'm like, every vehicle I own is now... <laughs> In some manner of not right. And oh boy. on top of all of that, our washing machine stops working. I'm like, can can we can can there be any more? What's gonna fail next? Like, is the house gonna burn down? Is I wouldn't ask, I wouldn't ask that question. <laughs> You're right. I shouldn't ask that question. <laughs> That's a terrible question. To yeah, ask. so so now the I took the Cadillac to I had no no headspace to deal with figuring out what was wrong with the Cadillac because I don't know the right. platform. I don't know the engine. I don't know the vehicle. I just took it to my mechanic and I said, make it work again. Like, I don't I don't know. I, just fix it. <laughs> so I took it to him. Make it go. He looks at that. Right. Today, the, the reason we were late starting the show is because the, the thing that was wrong with my wife's Jeep was it needed a new um the, the wheel speed sensor is part of the, the wheel bearing on the front of the Jeep. So today, like in between calls and meetings and whatever, I'm, I'm like five minutes here, 20 minutes there in the garage trying to replace the wheel bearing because this weekend we're going to this event that I was supposed to tow my Jeep out to. I have no faith at this point in the tow vehicle to tow it across Pennsylvania, right? So what we're going to do is we're going to drive her Jeep out to the event because it's a Jeep event. I can't show up in something that's not a Jeep. Which was the reason I, I needed to get not. her fixed. So, yeah. The other kids would make fun of you. People, Yeah, people would make fun of me. So I'm not going to have my Jeep, which is kind of a disappointment. Um, but to be honest, with gas prices the way they are, which are freaking insane, I didn't, I wasn't looking forward to towing out there anyway. It was going to cost me 300 bucks round trip just to drive out and back. So, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a bad couple of weeks. <laughs> there, on there. the On the bright side, the Cadillac's running again. There, there. The Cadillac's running again. My Jeep is relatively stable and working again. Her Jeep is fixed, and she had her surgery. <laughs> okay. The washing machine's not fixed yet. That's next on my list. My God. Are you working tomorrow? No, I have off tomorrow to prepare for the trip. <laughs> Which is when? This weekend, you said? It's this weekend. We're basically, we're leaving after the kids get home from school, which they have a half day. It's their last day of school. Uh, we're basically mm-hmm. leaving right after that to go out to the other side of Pennsylvania toward Pittsburgh uh, to okay. the Bantam Jeep Heritage Festival. Supposedly, Bantam is the birthplace of the Jeep. I guess it's where they manufactured the first Jeeps. I've never been, even though it's right across Pennsylvania. So I'm going to go there and check it well, out. should be fun. You enjoy that. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. But my God, so many things working against me here. I, I got to say... Like I have talked before on the show about how I was on kind of an emission, a mission to get my debts lowered and get some money into savings. God, am I happy I did because otherwise this would have been like, I wouldn't have had money to fix the Cadillac. It would have gone onto a credit card or something. I wouldn't have been able to fix her Jeep as quickly as I did. Now, granted, I've eaten into all that savings at this point. I got to start rebuilding, but at least I had it. My gosh. You got to let it go. Let it go. Yeah, right, right. So, at any rate, that's that's my tale of misfortune since our last show. (laughs) Freaking crazy. Boy, life life is never it's it's never I I never get one thing wrong at a time. It's always like a landslide. It can happen. It can. It can. And it did. All right. Well, um. I don't know, Josh. You, you have any, any uh, anything you, have anything you want to chat doing? about? <laughs> Retina. <laughs> Nothing. Anything really fun going on in your life? Hey, did did your uh, did your car break down and then your your dog run away? <laughs> no, thankfully not yet. It's a country song. Yeah, it's a country. Yeah, no, it has to be the truck broke down. I mean, a lot of again, a lot of what I've been doing, you know, finally the summer. So since I'm not dealing with university because of that, I've just been taking it easy. University? Well, university. Dude, we're from Jersey. We don't call it university. That's what British people call it. What do, what do we call it then? <laughs> we call it college. 
or school. With that Jersey accent on it, college. 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 Ooh, tut tut. <laughs> I'm at university. Tut tut. So Josh and I braved uh, Morbius last weekend. Oh, yeah? Amazing movie, 10 out of 10. Yeah. I liked the part where uh, we, he said, I'm going to morb, and then morbed all over those guys. He did not even say he was. He never says that, by the way. So, no, but that's that's what the meme it was would actually have you believe. That is what the meme would have you believe. Go, like it, it wasn't, you know, some good. Yeah, it wasn't good, but make no mistake, it wasn't a good movie. Yeah, but it was, <laughs> but it was not nearly as. Like I'd give it a solid five out of ten, four out of ten. Yeah, I. Uh, my, there are movies. That I, my wife saw it. She she liked it. Um, I don't know if it's like her top 10 favorite movie or anything, but she watched it a couple times. So that makes me think that she enjoyed it. So I don't know. Yeah, it's it's like a guilty pleasure. It's pro- for like from from a overall quality. It's probably like so like one of my favorite guilty pleasures is Armageddon, which I get Armageddon is objectively a bad movie. <laughs> Not a good movie. It's it's just ridiculously <laughs> over the top. A lot of the acting's terrible. It leans on explosions and Aerosmith guitar riffs at dramatic moments. And Liv Tyler. And it's so hammy. It's so hammy you should be... It could produce Easter dinner. But I just love it. Like, it's just... I I legitimately really like the movie. And and so, so Morbius, while not a great movie or even a particularly good movie, probably is around the same quality. There are movies that I have yelled at the screen after watching because I couldn't believe I wasted my time. Um, Highlander 2, for instance, so bad. Uh, There was a Jean-Claude Van Damme uh, movie. It was either Cyborg or Cyborg 2 that I actually paid money to see at a movie theater in college. That was terrible. Did I see that? I can't remember now. I might have. Oh, so bad. Well, that, most of Van movie, Damme's movies were definitely in the B mm, movie range. This one was a C movie, I think. But yeah, <laughs> I, right, right. Foolish mortal. What are you getting into? Yeah, but I I'm, think I think Morbius was actually altogether not nearly as terrible as people make it out to be. I'm trying to find it in my Twitter history here, but uh, you guys might remember Charles, who was once a co-host on the show. Um, he he and I he and I are both into fun, terrible movies. Him so much that he goes to a, a festival where they watch terrible movies. And he shared... He's this, talked about that. Yeah, B-Fest. Uh, he shared this boom movie poster to a terrible movie a couple days ago. And it, it looked so bad, I want to watch it. But now I can't find it. I don't remember the name of it. It, it well, looked like... Okay. It, it was like this image of cowboys in the sunset and a giant gopher-looking monster. <laughs> oh, but even Good by Lord. his standards, it was bad, and he likes bad movies. So uh, yeah, I can't. Well, find and it here. my son, my my son actually owns a copy of The Room on DVD on time. purpose. Yeah, which I is love it. oh, Lisa, I did not hit her. Well, I haven't watched that yet, but you guys talked all about it. I I, I intended to and haven't yet. Oh, it is awful. Where Fun. is this? Day? And awful. It's like, now it's bothering me. It's white cheap. It was than like it has any right to be. It was like the God Monster. Yeah, only eleven fifty four on Amazon. That, that's a bargain. Yeah, a bargain. A bargain. I gotta look it up. <sighs> Where is the it? The podcast listeners love listening to you type. Where that's that's amazing it? content. Uh, I'll have to look it up and I'll add it to the. Uh, Where is it? I did not hit her. <laughs> You tied me apart. All right. And speaking of listening to people type, I mean, that was you during the whole first half of the show. So don't complain about me. Was it? <laughs> yeah. You were like typing something first. You were like, were you like writing a blog post or something? My God. <laughs> talking about that. That's uh, go watch anything by Neil Breen. That is uh, classic stuff. Uh. All right, so I think we finished chat. We talked about bad movies. We'll put we'll put a section here for Retina that says we talked about bad movies. I don't know how we got. Oh, right, Morbius. Lord. Google has corrected it for me. No, god damn it! I I typed the thing. Let it let it go. 
Where's the cube? <laughs> oh, I'm stuck because I'm looking at the first news article. Okay, bye. A little bit else there. All right. Uh, yeah, I think we can go on into the news. What do you think? Is it I'm news glad time? That's my legacy, Morbin. 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 <laughs> All right, I'm gonna hit the button. No, that wasn't it. Push the button, Frank. So, like, un unfortunately, the push the button, Frank, and the Homer Doe are this, like, they're, they're next to each other and they're similar colors. That's why I got it wrong. So, uh, in the news, honestly, the news is full of things that aren't necessarily news, but they're more like links I wanted to talk about. <laughs> they're newsy, okay. news-ish, news-related, news-adjacent, yeah, perhaps, you want to say. Yeah, so the first one is an article from Teen Vogue, which is not exactly the sort of, the sort of place that I normally read news, but this bubbled up somewhere, social media, something. Did your daughter show it to you? No, no, she's, she does not read Teen Vogue. Uh, but anyway, it is it is a opinion piece. In fact, you might even You're almost an call opinion it piece. not opinion, but more like fact, because it's all about trying to identify facts. It's called Conspiracy Theories, How to Spot Them and What You Need to Know. And the reason I bring it up is because the world today is full, I think, like stricken, social media anyway, is stricken, with uh, ever since the pandemic and really a couple events before the pandemic, if you think... You can think back that for to life before the pandemic. Um, people having a general mistrust for anything they read or see anywhere, right? Some of that is valid, I think, right? I mean, I'm I'm like a Gen Xer myself, and Gen X is known for not really trusting authority. Um, I'm fine with not trusting authority, but the lengths some people go to not just not trusting authority, but being flat out contrary to what authority is telling you. Right. So, yeah, you know, so throughout the pandemic, there's stuff like, Oh my God, we got to burn down the five G towers because they're spreading COVID. Like that's a perfect example of conspiracy theory gone crazy. Right. Right. The five G towers got switched from causing you to turn gay to <laughs> spreading COVID. Yeah. Right. And they forgot right? to flip that back. Right, right. So anyway, this this article, and I did read through it, believe it or not, which is, you know, unusual for me, uh, goes into a number a number of sort of methods for trying to spot uh, a conspiracy, right? Not not a conspiracy, but uh. a conspiracy theory, right? And how to sort of protect yourself from falling into the hype, because that's exactly what a conspiracy theory is meant to do, right? It'll cherry pick facts and it'll throw them at you. They are in their own right, usually true, but they throw out all of the the evidence that refutes context. all those things, all the context, right? All the things that it's should have true. come along with that fact, right? And um, I would love to like come up with a witty example right now, but I didn't. I didn't. So I'm sorry about that. But, uh, you know, like like if so it, it kind of heart. It harkens back to Obi-Wan in the third movie when Luke is like, you told me that you killed my father. Well, it, Anakin Skywalker died the day Darth Vader was created. So it was right. true for yeah. a certain point of view. All I right, guess that's then. a good example. But, you know. Yeah. So that's um, not going to that's not going to inflame any listeners. Right. So facts taken out of context are then, you know, presented as fact without all the context. And then, you know, these conspiracy theories are built, you know, like, like, and, and, and then, and then you have world leaders. I, I'm not going to name any of them, but world leaders who almost support the conspiracy theories. Right. And that didn't help anything. Uh, but anyway, the article goes into a lot of ways was... to try to help protect yourself from falling into the hype, falling into the false, the false truths or the half truths. And I think it's worth reading for anybody who really spends any time online on social media because it's just, it's everywhere on social media. I, I can't log in to Facebook without running across somebody who just appears to be completely batshit insane. <laughs> right? 
You're not wrong. If you want to fall down a rabbit hole sometime, um, this predates the pandemic, but read about like sovereign citizens. They're 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 crazy people who think that if they say the right magic combination of words, they don't have to like pay taxes or follow traffic laws or drive without a license because I'm not driving, I'm traveling and the constitution says I have a right to travel even though I'm not a US citizen because I was not born in 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 the district of Columbia or one of the territories. They're crazy and they often end up tased. So many of the videos are fucking hilarious. Uh <laughs> There's a lot of sovereign citizen videos of them being pulled over, of them trying to like, and they're they're adjacent to uh, First Amendment auditors who are people who take a, a phone or a camera and try to record in buildings, even when they're not supposed to. And those right. are always worth a laugh. And there's there's sometimes tasers involved there too. So, <laughs> but yeah, there's a huge rabbit hole, and and what happens is people are. People are hurting, they're disgruntled, whatever, and they they read or listen to a YouTube video that sounds like, oh, this 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 makes so much sense. Right. But, you know, and the, the truth is being hidden from us when, in fact, no, it's it's all garbage because it's, but, it's presented in a way that sounds true. Right. Because yeah. they get, quote unquote, experts. Some guy in a lab coat comes out and starts talking about vaccination. Right. Well, obviously, he must be a doctor. He's got a lab coat. <laughs> well, the youngest, the current, one of the current Kennedys, Robert Kennedy, whoever, Robert Kennedy, whatever, he's a crazy anti-vax conspiracy theory person. And 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 he he basically, you know, leans on his on the famous name of his family for credibility. Yeah, that's a shame. <laughs> But, uh, you know, I, I see it a lot in folks who try to stand for freedom, right? And there's there's this fine line between freedom and um, just, like, craziness, right? So, yeah, I, I generally I believe that people should be free and they should be free to have their own thoughts and their own opinions and whatever. But not at the cost of other people, right? So that's a hard – that's a hard, that's, that's like okay. a – and that's getting to be a gray line, right? Like, like – I feel like people should be free to make choices as to what kind of a shot they get in their arm. But on the other hand, you're listening to lies that tell you that you shouldn't get the shot because I don't know, whatever it gives you. Whatever. Five G or something, right? True reason. Yeah. Um, And and what I, what I, what I really cannot stand is when false information is now holding humanity back. Right. So you spread all your false information yeah. because you don't believe it's false. You don't even think it's false because you've fallen for the conspiracy. I'm going on. I'm going down a rabbit hole and I probably shouldn't. My point is, you are. read the article. It gives you tips. It's geared toward teens. It's in Teen Vogue, right? And I honestly, this is probably a good audience for this sort of thing because teens are susceptible to this stuff. I can remember when I was a teen. They're suckers. Trying to read read up about all these weird conspiracy things about, you know, like like this group of people that are above the United Nations that are pulling all the strings in the world. And it's really easy to fall into this stuff. Now, luckily, I didn't. Like, I eventually realized that it was all fake. Um, but some people don't and they, they think it's true. Right. So anyway, Bill Gates, he's trying to kill all, kill off humanity or something. Why would he do that? Uh, exactly. That's my point. That's my point. And that, that, again, the article brings us up. If you, if you take a, the slightest effort to disprove the theory, you will find multitudes of fact. But if you also take the slightest effort to try to prove the theory, you will find things that prove it because it's what you're looking for. Right. And that, that's part of what the article goes into. What do they call that? Confirmation bias. Is that the word for that? Yeah. Sounds about right. Where it's like, I think a thing is true. So I look up things that confirm that it's true. Not necessarily things that, that tell me it's false. Anyway, I thought it was an interesting read. Go read it. Now, go now. Not right now. Wait till we're done yeah, with the whatever. show. Wait till we're done with the show. Then you can go read it. All right. Uh, the next one comes from 9 to 5 Mac, and I, I included this because I thought it was extremely ironic. Um, you've heard of Duck, Duck, Go. Duck, Duck, Go, right? Mac. Mac. So, Duck, Duck, Go Mac. is a search engine that a lot of people switched yeah. to 
because they were tired of the privacy concerns that you get with Google. Now, Google's pretty upfront about the fact that they take your search data and really any data you'll give them, and they use it to sell you things. They use it to advertise at you. They, yeah. I, I believe they even sell that information to other parties. Right. Yes. So, so I know, yeah. right? But they're upfront about it. They say, this is what we do. This is a thing that we do. Um, yeah. But people don't like that because they want to keep their privacy. So DuckDuckGo says, well, we don't do that. We're, you know, I, in fact, I, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't go look up DuckDuckGo's terms of service or something. But I'm led to believe, Quack. maybe it's a conspiracy. I'm led to believe that DuckDuckGo does not do that, right? Well, apparently I, all this time, they, they kind of have. Um, they've, been, they've been allowing specifically Microsoft to track uh, results or whatnot. On DuckDuckGo searches. Because Bill Gates is in the genocide. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, that's it, because Bill Gates wants to kill us all. Right? Isn't that how this goes? So, um, I included the article here if you if you want to go read about it. There's there's actually some some interesting information where people looked up, like they, they tracked the trackers. You know how you can do that with like the web console or whatever in your browser. Yeah. And uh, they found that, in fact, DuckDuckGo is reporting information back to Microsoft. For for what purposes we don't really know, I suppose, but probably for advertising, uh, and that's kind of annoying, right? Like I feel bad about this because not bad, like I um, did something wrong, but bad because we thought DuckDuckGo DuckDuckGo was a better solution, and it turns out that they weren't. Now I'm still using DuckDuckGo. I didn't like boycott them or something because I still feel like they're better than Google from a privacy perspective, but. What this brings to light is you've got one party that tells you, yeah, I'm selling your data. At least they're honest about it. And then you've got DuckDuckGo that we all went to, and it's like they're not being honest is this, about it. Now, are you talking the search engine? Because I'm, I've dug into the tweet, and it looks like they're talking about DuckDuckGo being a browser. I thought it was a search engine they were they were talking about. They have a browser? Used to be a search engine. That It is a search engine. The DuckDuckGo private... Yeah, but it says... Oh, you may be right. You they have a privacy-aware browser, which makes it worse. <laughs> I just use Brave. Yeah, but you know, Brave advertises at you too. I don't care. I think it's better for me. It's never going to be a hundred percent. Yeah, it's it's never going to be a hundred percent pure. And for me, Brave is. And I'm going to be honest, and and you can bust my chops all you want about it. My use case for Brave mostly revolves around watching YouTube videos because I friggin' can't stand watching YouTube on the platforms where I see the ads. Yeah. And Brave is just fantastic about that. If I if I accidentally go to watch a YouTube video on my phone or on my PlayStation, like, oh fuck, an ad. So, you know, <laughs> Brave it never happens. That's because you hate content creators. Some of them I do. <laughs> All right. But I'll give them a like and a subscribe, whatever. Yep. So, uh, so yeah, that's that's not okay. But, again, I didn't exactly boycott DuckDuckGo. I don't know what else I would go to, to be honest. Like, what's left? Bing? You know, yeah. you know for sure Bing is reporting well, to Microsoft. They own again, it! <laughs> I, don't, I don't think... I think you got to be careful of the context of the DuckDuckGo here. I think it's their pri so-called private browser, not the DuckDuckGo search engine. Right, okay. So anyway, all right. And our last article, again, not necessarily news, although it is news adjacent, comes from Politico. So um, obviously Politico is a political uh, news outlet or article outlet. You're a troublemaker today. So I'm trying not to be too political here, although I this is, it's going to be really tough to not get political here. Um, so. If you live in the U.S., or really if you live anywhere, you've probably heard that there was kind of a string of mass shootings last week and the week before. Or was it three weeks? I don't know. It's been it. It's yeah. terrible that these things blur together anymore in the U.S. Um, and as I've said before on this show, I am a gun owner. I support the Second Amendment. Uh, and I still think that there's a problem here. Right. I still think that this is something kids should not be should not have to be afraid to go to school. Parents should not have to be afraid to send their kids to school. Uh, this is a problem. I don't care what, I don't care how deeply you want to defend the Second Amendment. This is a problem that needs to be fixed. Um, and of course, we have politicians on both sides of the fence 
that are painting it as a very binary problem. We have guns, we shouldn't have guns. Because, or yeah. Or no, we, we need to have guns because it's the Second Amendment and you better not infringe upon that. It, it's obviously not the guns, it's, it's, it's a mental health problem. Um, nobody that I've heard anyway, no yeah. one that makes it on the news is painting it as a both problem. It's, it's, everybody seems to be one side or the other. This article from Politico, uh, two professors found what creates a mass shooter. Will politicians pay attention? Now, obviously that's a little clickbaity, but if you read the article, it's actually quite informative. It's, it's an interview style piece where they give you a nice little preamble and then they just have an interview with these two professors. Now, the professors are, let's see, one of them is a professor of criminology and the other is a professor of criminal justice. So these aren't like cop sci <laughs> or like liberal arts folks, right? It's not like an English professor. Uh, these are people that are familiar with the criminal element and statistics related research related to these things. And they have analyzed and interviewed uh, a number of mass shootings and mass shooters in cases where the mass shooter had survived. They even found folks who were about to commit a mass shooting and decided to back out. And they interviewed those people. I don't know how they found those sort of people. Like, do you just ask on Twitter, hey, did you ever think about killing a bunch of people and decided not to? Come talk to us, right? This is a, this is a rough article, but there's a lot of good content. It, it is a rough article, right? And it's very sensitive. And that's, that's why, like, I... The reason I want to bring it up is because I think there's a lot of valid information in this article. And the way these professors have have painted this is it is not just a mental health problem. It's not just an access to guns problem. It's a both problem, right? They, yeah. su they suggest things in this article that address kind of both of them, right? So first of all, um, they have identified that, and you've probably noticed this anecdotally, I have, where when there is a mass shooting, there tends to be follow-on mass shootings. And they suggest that this is because, you know, say mass shooter A finally gets up the courage to commit his, his mass shooting, right? Um, which, by the way, they suggest is generally not just because they want to kill a bunch of people, but it's because they feel hopeless thus suicidal, and they have a message they want to send. And this is the way they feel that they can actually get the attention they need to whatever issue they, they feel has caused them to be hopeless, right? So we saw it with the, the, the grocery store guy from New York. Uh, was it Buffalo, was it? It was up in New York, uh, where he went into the, I forget what even convenience store that was, and he shot up a bunch of people in the name of replacement theory. Now, replacement theory, going back to our first article, is a conspiracy theory that suggests that white people are being replaced by minorities in this country. Um, again, not really backed up by fact, but he thought it was, and he thought that, you know, the issue needed attention. He felt hopeless, and he committed his, his mass shooting. Then, I think it was within a week, we had the shooting in Texas, right? So you can see the, the trend here, right? Now, it wasn't they weren't related in any way. It's not like one pushed the other. But what they what they suggest is that, you know, you're contemplating doing something like this. You see somebody else do it. You see the fame and notoriety or at least the attention to their issue that they get. And you are now emboldened to do whatever it is that you were about to do. Right. So they suggest that cutting down the number of mass shootings by giving uh, generally school aged kids better access to mental health professionals will globally, not globally, but nationwide, uh, cut down the number of mass shootings because you'll have less of this, like, you'll have less of this domino effect, right? So, um, and they suggest that the easiest way to do this is to get some funding to put mental health professionals accessible to school students. You know, like some government-funded thing where they put not just a guidance counselor, not like the gym teacher that's been co-tasked with the student's mental health, but an actual mental health professional, and then train the teachers to help identify kids that appear to be struggling with, you know, uh, whatever, right? I don't know how to identify kids that are struggling like this, but that's the point, right? Train teachers so they can report this to the mental health folks, and then 
tie that into these red flag laws, which you've probably heard about, that are supposed to um, help law officials identify people who may already own weapons that are also a threat to themselves or others, right? And there's a lot of, I've heard a lot of back and forth about, oh, these can be so easily abused. People can be disarmed with using these things. And, and again, I think this is a misinformation problem. And the article even addresses that, right? Red flag laws are not really well understood. They're not well enforced. Um, apparently, the shooter, I think it was in New York, they mentioned, or maybe it was the one in Texas, showed a bunch of signs that should have triggered a red flag law and didn't. I think it was the one in New York mm -hmm. because there are red flag laws in New York. There's not red flag laws in Texas. Yeah, yeah, the article talks about that. Yeah, so anyway, I think that this article should get some more attention. I'm not trying to push one agenda or another. I just want to see kids safe. I want to see people in general safe. And I want to see, I mean, as unpopular as it is to some in some crowds, I want to see our Second Amendment protected, right? But not at the cost of lives. And that's that's a tough line, right? Because there are, for every mass shooting, there's probably millions of completely responsible and safe gun owners that should not be punished because there are people who are using weapons to hurt people. Anyway, I'm going to try to get off my soapbox. If you have any comments, go ahead. <laughs> no. No comments I'm at good. all. Yeah. <laughs> I, I could make a comment that you got to be real careful about data driven stuff because then you end up with what was that Tom Cruise movie where you get put in jail for crimes you haven't committed, but you're going to. Sure. Minority yeah, there's, Report. there's a lot of science fiction that shows us how this, I don't think we're at that point. This can be bad, but I think um, this particular issue and probably a lot of issues, right? If you can boil it down to data, if you can boil it down to a formula that seems to be cooking. And that's a repeat, a repeatable thing. I think it deserves some attention. Maybe it's not. And maybe it doesn't get turned into, you know, squads that go out and hunt down people because they think that they may commit a crime in the future. Because that's science fiction has showed us that that's a bad idea. <laughs> but I think trying and, and. If if somebody is identified as problematic, it's not like you throw them in jail. You get them help. Like real help. Not, not quote unquote help, which is isolate them from humanity or take away all their stuff and make them more angry, uh, but actually get them help, get them psychiatric help. Like that's, mm. that, that's not just going to help prevent a mass shooting or, or suicide at the, at the, 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 the least harmful to society end of the thing. Uh, it's, it's, it could turn their life around. They, they could go from a, a desperate human being to a productive member of society, right? Like, what's the harm in that? Mm-hmm. Anyway, go read the article again after the show's over. Although I'm, the show's almost over okay. at this point, because this is the last article we have. <laughs> For realsy. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, that's all the news, I think. We didn't have anything else in there. You didn't add anything. Any I thoughts there? on the news, Josh Richter? Nope. Okay. All right. That was the, yeah, that was overall the least technical flavored news we've had in a long time. It has been. Okay. Yeah, I was I was going to try to find some more techie articles, um, but to be honest, I... I I thought both of those, the conspiracy theory article and the mass shooting article, would probably uh, spark discussion, especially if Jason had been here. <laughs> yeah. Because I've had conversations like that with him in the past, and generally uh, we land on different sides of the fence, and uh, it, it, it doesn't always go well. <laughs> Although he is very civil when, oh when, when uh, disagreeing with someone he thinks actually has... A brain and not just a, a talking head. So anyway. All right, folks. Well, I think this will be a relatively short second half of the show, although I guess it isn't. And that I'm going to I'm going to add a fourth. I'm going to add a fourth news article, which is completely relevant. Oh, for, OK. Because we didn't for, have enough for, tech. for this. Uh, oh, yeah. the GameCube. Well, it's relevant for. It's relevant for the subject matter today. And again. 
Yeah, hard drive is a is sort of like the onion. Yeah, I love how they're but how they're okay a, with putting profanity in the title of their uh, <laughs> their article. All right, so go ahead, talk about the GameCube. We had one. I have one in the attic. That's it's one of those game systems that I said I have in the attic. That was we had the GameCube when we lived in Tom's River when Josh was little. So I don't even. How much did you play with the GameCube, Josh? Uh, I don't think a ton. Like, this was back when I was real young, so, yeah, not really a ton. But, yeah, I... I it, was our first, it was our first system made Animal Crossing I, I, on, I'd which for the, his the sisters was a big uh, deal. Was <laughs> that fucker did indeed rule. <laughs> Alright. Didn't, yeah. uh, wasn't so, the... I just thought... Wasn't the Wii... Basically, just a revamp of the GameCube. Didn't have the, have similar guts to it. Didn't have like the same graphics Ooh. controller yeah. and everything. Them's fight. Them's fight no, the words Wii, a little the bit. Wii the, was the Wii very, brought was the, the Wii unique was controller. Yeah. Likewise, yeah. the GameCube. Okay. Because the GameCube yeah. didn't yeah, do too I mean. well um, and sale wise, so they just kind of used a lot of it for the Wii. Yeah, the GameCube. I thought the was, GameCube was pretty like, popular. It didn't do badly, but it. Keep in mind, the PS2 is by far the best-selling games console of all times, and it, the GameCube was competing with it. So they were around the same era. Yeah. Oh, so it was fighting Sony. Gotcha. Yeah, right. yeah. The GameCube well, didn't sense. do as well as it could have because of the competition in the market at the time. It was a good game system. <laughs> I thought it was a good game system. Had an ATI chipset. You can see the little logo down there in the corner, um, which you know was a little less common. And maybe not in that era. In that era, ATI might have been a little bigger than uh, than they are today. Today, it's like NVIDIA or nothing, right? ATI was huge back in that in that day. Yeah. Yeah. Their PC yeah. graphics huge. controllers weren't awesome. Like, they were good, but their drivers were always, like, problematic, if I remember correctly. Right. But if you're building to a specific hardware platform... Right. Yeah. Then you, who cares? You yeah. Gotta get in, the drivers right once. An integrated graphics adapter for a hardware game system like this—that's probably the perfect use case, as long as they get the driver right. And you're right; they don't have the, the the breadth to have to deal with. So. Yeah. So yeah, GameCube was fun. Every now and then, I break that out and play it just for fun. I think I had. There was a Mario game on that that I played a lot, but there were some first-person Metroid games oh, that Metroid were a lot Prime. of fun. Yeah, those are classic. Metroid Prime. Yeah, those were good. I have those somewhere. Good stuff. That was... Was that the first disc-based Nintendo game system, too? Unless Use you those little count mini the Philips CDI, yeah. Nobody counts the Philips CDI. That I thing remember is the... terrible. The uh, the Sega Genesis was the first optical game system I remember with the with a CD ROM connected to it, the Sega CD. <laughs> that was crazy. Ah, the old days of gaming systems. I have a lot of memories of it. I had a friend that always had the the latest and greatest game system. I when 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 I had the older Nintendo, he had the Sega Genesis. When I had the Sega Genesis, he had the the Super Nintendo. You know, whatever. 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 <sighs> Privileged young kids. All right. So I think we're done for tonight. This has been a fun episode. Some trips Indeed. down memory lane for me with the, with the old gaming systems and uh, some heavier talk in the news. But I think worth talking about. All right, folks. Sure. So if, if you stuck with us live tonight, thank you for hanging out. Um, I think we lost just about everybody. Like we usually do, second hour always has less uh, less interaction than the first hour. But uh, whatever, it is what it is. Thank we you guys them. for for watching live. If you did, if you want to watch us live, look us up on YouTube or Twitch. Just look for the Iron System in Podcast. If you want to find us on social media, uh, either Facebook or Twitter, find the Iron System in Podcast. In fact, Twitter is simply just Iron Sysadmin on Twitter. Twitter.com slash Iron Sysadmin. Uh, so it's pretty easy to find there. And that's really, that's where we share most of our stuff anyway. Facebook's only there because there's people there and I reshare stuff on it. Um, yeah, and if you want to chat with us or if you want to look up Retina and talk about ROM hacking, look us up on the Iron Sysadmin Discord! Discord! 
community, you can find the link in the notes for the, for today's show or go to ironsysamin.com for links to just about all this stuff. Uh, support us on Patreon or Teespring. And I think that's like everything. Teespring! Teespring! Do I need a... Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I do. Maybe I should. Gosh, you, you, you look like a floating head in a dark Yeah, my world. Uh, plan of just turning off the a... light in my room, uh, you know, kind of backfired now that it's dark outside, but, you know, it's fun. You, you, need a, you need a black hoodie to go with it. Clearly. Being lit up by the computer screen. Anyway, all right, folks, it's been a fun episode. Any, any final thoughts while I'm looking for the, the goodbye page here? Yeah, we good. On, say say something. This is exciting. While I find that. Where, there it is. Good night, mm -hmm. game. All right, folks. Well, thanks for watching, listening, whatever. We'll catch you on the next one. Have a good one.